Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to roco snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. Snoozecast, the podcast designed to help you fall asleep. Find us on snoozecast.com and follow us on Instagram at snoozecast, where you'll find behind-the-scenes content. If you enjoy our show, please write a review on the podcast app. Also, share us with a friend. If you'd like to get an email once a week with what sleep stories we're coming out with that week, Along with any Snoozecast news, subscribe to the Snooze Letter at snoozecast.com. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by Yarn for the Winter's Knitting. Tonight, we'll read An Old Fashioned Thanksgiving, written by Louisa May Alcott, after she wrote the Little Women trilogy. It's a simple story, set in the early 1800s featuring a country family in New Hampshire. It's full of idyllic and peaceful descriptions from an earlier time. Alcott was an American writer raised in New England by her transcendentalist parents. She grew up among many of the well-known intellectuals of the day, such as Ralph Waldo Emerson, Nathaniel Hawthorne, Henry David Thoreau, and Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Take a few deep breaths. Sixty years ago, up among 
the New Hampshire hills, lived Farmer Bassett, with a house full of sturdy sons and daughters growing up about him. They were poor in money, but rich in land and love, for the wide acres of wood, corn, and pasture land fed, warmed, and clothed the flock, while mutual patience, affection, and courage made the old farmhouse a very happy home. November had come, the crops were in, and barn, buttery, and bin were overflowing with the harvest that rewarded the summer's hard work. The big kitchen was a jolly place just now, for in the great fireplace roared a cheerful fire. On the walls hung garlands of dried apples, onions, and corn. Up aloft from the beams shone crook-necked squashes, juicy hams, and dried venison. For in those days, deer still haunted the deep forests, and hunters flourished. Savory smells were in the air. On the crane hung steaming kettles. And down among the red embers, copper saucepans simmered, all suggestive of some approaching feast. A white-headed baby lay in the old blue cradle that had rocked seven other babies, now and then lifting his head to look out, like a round full moon, then subsided to kick and crow contentedly and suck the rosy apple he had no teeth to bite. Two small boys sat on the wooden settle shelling corn for popping and picking out the biggest nuts from the goodly store their own hands had gathered in October. Four young girls stood at the long dresser, busily chopping meat, pounding spice, and slicing apples. And the tongues of Tilly, Prue, Roxy, and Rody went as fast as their hands. Farmer Bassett and F, the oldest boy, were chorin' round outside, for Thanksgiving was at hand, and all must be in order for that time-honored day. To and fro, from table to hearth, bustled Mrs. Bassett, flushed and flowery, but busy and blithe as the queen bee of this busy little hive should be.